Hey there, this is Emily. And this is Rosa. Welcome to the Unchecked Podcast. We are two women from two different countries who will talk about living life in their late 20s. Hey everyone, welcome back to our latest episode. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about travel, specifically talking about why we think traveling is really important and helpful and really can broaden your mindset, the different travel experiences we've had, as well as people that we've met along the way. So Rosa, what was your first travel experience and how did it go? I would say my first travel experience alone was with my friend Catherine. We went to Brazil. And it was a very interesting experience. I First of all, it was my first time outside of the United States on my own. And also, it was it was very different because traveling to a country where you don't know the language adds another layer of complexity, right? So we when we got there, I was like, oh, I can get by with Spanish. Most of the time I could, but it wasn't necessarily that easy to do so. Also, it was funny because we kept eating... <laughs> at the same restaurant because uh, Catherine is Chinese American. And so we went to this restaurant and the owner uh, sounded like, like he was speaking to someone else and he sounded like he was Mandarin. And I asked Catherine, she said yes. And then she started speaking to them in Mandarin. So we could actually order, you know, instead of just pointing and eating at the same thing because we were eating beef for like five days and we were both not used to it. So it was fun. Um, I was actually Catherine met her boyfriend there and she's still with him like four years later and they're like such a beautiful like romantic uh, story so we were staying in the same hostel with him and like his group of friends and they're like they're French <laughs> they're French <laughs> so they just like came up to us and started speaking and Catherine and him had like you know an instant connection and they started chatting and yeah, maybe someday we should bring her so we can talk about her love story. Like, so without getting into details, that's how they met in Brazil. What about you? What was your first uh, travel experience by yourself? Yeah, so I think in terms of traveling in general, the travel I did before I traveled by myself was with my parents. Um, so quite often, and some of y'all might have remembered from our family expectations episode, me and my parents go to Disney World. Um, So it's kind of like a road trip along the East Coast when we hit Florida. And I think it was like a two day trip. My first experience traveling alone has to be when I studied abroad in Hong Kong during university. And I think it was the first time where I took the plane by myself. Um, Granted, I had relatives in Hong Kong that I would visit, but a lot of what I did was just by myself. And I think traveling alone and also being in another country by yourself really humbles you in the reality that I feel like oftentimes when you are in your home state, you're often trapped in your own bubble. And I feel like once you actually start traveling, you'll realize that there are so many other things that happen outside of your bubble and so many other people and experiences you get to navigate and explore. And so I think that's 
that really traveling humbled me a lot. Um, it allowed me to expand my mindset because to be honest, I think until that point, it was very narrow-minded. Um, and I just realized there's just so many great and amazing people um, along the way. And so f- I was in Hong Kong for six months. And at the end of that time, before I went back to the United States, I also traveled around Asia. So I got the opportunity to visit uh, Korea, Japan, um, Taiwan, Thailand, those are four places. Um, and for those experiences, I've also traveled with some of the friends that I've met when I was in Hong Kong. So Rosa, I guess for you, with your experience in your Brazil, which was your first one, and then among others, I guess what was one of your most memorable travel experiences? I travel with two of my best high school friends. So shout out to Markelia and Vanessa. We went to Prague and we went to Amsterdam. And it was a very interesting experience. I mean, if you ever gone to Amsterdam, you know why I'm referring to. And it was interesting for that. But also it was interesting because we all went to different colleges. And it was kind of like a, a trip to rekindle our friendships. I mean, I wouldn't say that our, our friendship died down or anything. But it was I haven't spent that much time with them since high school. And we did it when we were 25. It was our 25th the trip and we made a big deal about it and they planned the hell out of it I Emily knows I'm not the best planner so I was kind of more on the sidelines you know just rooting (laughs) but it was amazing everything we did together the pictures even today I sometimes like I'm now that I live in Paris I and I miss them sometimes I look back on those pictures but yeah it was I think it was the last time we were together like the two of us because it's hard to get together once you're older and everybody lives in different places. But yeah, it was such a good experience. And Prague is absolutely beautiful. It's my second favorite city in Europe after Paris. So I definitely like recommend to go. I think it's very... I mean, it has gotten more popular now because it's any desires to be that popular. The beers, they're cheap. <laughs> this is what I love. And this is a little random but like when I moved to New York I was very amazed that you guys had all of opera and all of those things but they weren't really accessible to everyone so I really like about the Czech uh, the the Czech Republic is that they make arts very accessible to people so you can go to the opera or to the ballet for for a very good price and I think that's very important and that's the thing like I feel like traveling helps you broaden your your view of things right because then you go somewhere and you see people have certain things and then you think wait shouldn't we have this too what ways can we I help out so we can have these things at home right does when you have traveled has it has it opened your mind to maybe something that you would like to see in the states or maybe you're more in the other way like oh I'm happy that we don't have these things in the states yeah I think so um for one I think in terms of <laughs> what we don't have in states is quite a lot but one thing I remember was that when I traveled to Hong Kong when I was in Hong Kong and I traveled to Korea their transportation system is super easy to navigate and very clean and obviously New York is an exception because their subways are super dirty but I think the how efficient everything is ran in Asia is something I wish um the United States had uh another thing is so the thing I really love about going to Korea and I've been there 
I think three times already. Um, the last two times was with my best friend, Famida. I just really like cute things. And I feel like when I go to Korea, everything is super cute and super cheap. So oftentimes when I go back, I shop a lot. I shop a lot for clothes because I think their style, like Korean fashion style is very similar to something I really like. Um, I think it's slowly making its way to the US, but I also feel like a lot of fashion in Asia is always like five years ahead of the US. Like we pick it up a little bit later on. Um, so that's something that I wish was brought here. Yeah, and then also I, I would say the best travel experience I've had, just picking up on the last point you had, Rosa, um, was also in Korea. I just love that place. I don't know why. Um, so two specific places come in mind. So Seoul, which is their capital, and then Busan, um, which is a little bit further away down in the, in the south. And one of the best experiences I've had was the last time I went to Korea, um, I booked with my friend and Airbnb experience. And we were actually able to hike um, along a fortress. Um, and so I feel like a lot of people don't know about this or it's not really well known, but there is a fortress that surrounds South Korea. And basically we went out to the outskirts of the city and then we hiked this fortress going up a hill. And on top of that hill is actually a military base. So you could actually see a few um, soldiers that were drafted in the military kind of like live up there, which is kind of crazy. Um, but the, the reason why I really liked it was because that was the time where I felt like this. these are the one of the moments where I will not be able to replicate it and where I feel like if I didn't book it through this Airbnb experience, I would not be able to meet the people I did. It was around a group of 10 people. We had folks from Taiwan. There was a guy from France. Um, there were a few from China. And then the, our tour guide, uh, he was from Korea. And he was just hilarious. Basically, in those four hours we had together where we hiked up that fortress and then also we got drinks after, was just a great moment of bonding where we're from such different backgrounds, had such different experiences, but we were able to share some of our own personal stories with each other. And I also remember once we hit the peak of that hike, we were also able to see the sunset. And so for anyone that has is able to do in the future, I highly recommend it. Just look it up in Airbnb. You see all of Seoul as you look down from that fortress um, with the lights twinkling from the buildings and the sun going down. And it was just such, I don't know. I, we were sitting also like on a big rock me, Sam, the tour guide, and Famita, and we we're just talking. And I wish I could re repeat that experience, but I'm also glad that it only happened once. Yeah, I, and that was definitely a thing where we just get to meet new people. I think starting that trip, um, I didn't really want to meet new people. I just wanted to be me and Famita, but I recognize that, you know, just to broaden your mindset and just be open to having conversations with other people and getting their perspectives, I think is really important. I really feel like getting other people's perspectives is always important, but especially from people that come from completely different walks of life, completely different places. And I think that that really builds on you. It's, it's kind of like when they say that people that go out of state to go to school or, or go to a more diverse um, college, they actually open their mind more, right, to these new experiences. And that's what trouble is. I think it's putting yourself in uncomfortable situations and going from it because that's the only way you're going to go. Uh, for example, I have gone to Peru a lot. I'm originally from there, like I said before. And I have 
hiked Machu Picchu a lot of times too. I've been blessed to be able to do so. And every single time I do it with different groups of people and every single time is magical. And I mean, for me, it's more it's a personal experience because to me, every time I see it after working for four or five days, I'm kind of delirious with the height, the altitude. And then you see it, to me, it's like, wow, my ancestors built this. <laughs> and it, it never gets old. Uh, and it's like a mixture of pride and just very happy that I'm there because I'm extremely exhausted from all the walking. <laughs> but I, I, I love sharing that experience with other people. And I think that every single person that I have brought has really enjoyed it. And especially now that we're young, you know, uh, as we age, it's going to be harder to get there. So I think it's worth it to try to travel as much as possible. And with all this situation right now, it kind of makes you think how lucky we are that we're American and we have a strong passport and we can go anywhere without a visa, right? So it's even easier for us to travel than to for other people. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. Um, I guess like on the other end, were there any experiences that you thought quote unquote was horrible or you wish to not repeat again in your travels? Because I, I also think it's helpful to share with folks that traveling is not always the greatest. Well, I mean, it just depends. For example, I don't think, and in no way I want to say that if something bad happens to you in your travel is because you deserve it or anything like that. But what I'm trying to say is that sometimes when you're young and stupid, you do things that you're not supposed to do. Actually, when I first tra- started traveling on my own, they, w- they were kind of questionable. Like, I went to a favela party. That was a party inside a favela, which is kind of like an area that is for is low income and is a little bit dangerous. And so sometimes the best thing to do is be, a, be in the know and, you know, be always uh, looking around your surroundings. Well, I have friends that have come to visit me in France and have gotten pickpocket because that's something that happens a lot here. So you have to be very careful anywhere you go because every place that you have that you go has good things and bad things. So you have to be very aware of what are those bad things that can happen to you in that place, right? And even when you are, sometimes it happens. At the top of my head, I cannot think of anything bad that has happened to me. I have been very lucky. But I've heard a lot of horror stories, especially with the pickpocketing in Europe. I have also friends that got in pickpocketing in Spain and stuff like that. But so I would say, like, always have an extra copy of your passport. What about you, Emily? Yeah, I think I could point out three experiences. So the first experience I had, unfortunately, was in Paris. Um, pickpocketing is definitely real. And I think because it was me, my parents, I feel like a lot of people assumed we were one of those like quote unquote, like rich Asian folks. <laughs> um, and because of that, we stood out, we got targeted specifically on certain subway lines. And it, it's kind of scary, honestly, because when they do it to you, I feel like there's like no shame in doing it. They look at, they, they looked at me in the face and literally just reached out and try to grab me my mom's purse and so that happened on the first day my dad is the first time that happened to him he was so shocked because 
I told him about pickpocketing, but he didn't believe me. And so the second day and thereafter for the entire week, we end up just having our money like inside our jacket. It was cold. So we had it inside our uh, inside pockets of our jackets. Um, we didn't bring any book bags out at all. Um, another experience. So this is less, it ha- less that it happened to me, but it, it happened to a close friend of mine when I was in Hong Kong. My friend actually went bar hopping and she somehow got passed out in the bathroom. And then she woke up and she had no idea what happened, which is the scariest thing, right? Like, I don't think something that she drank. I think someone actually like threw something in the bathroom. She passed out, blacked out for an hour or two. And then she woke up back at the bar. It's something that I think happens a lot in like Hong Kong nightlife. That's what I've heard from my friends. But you also just, I think it's just the idea of being careful to your point, Rosa. So like if you are going out, just travel with a group of friends, have an account of buddy, um, make sure they check in on you. And then also just be careful of, you know, strangers, stranger danger. The third experience I've had, um, the first time I traveled outside to an Asian country, I went with one of the friends that I've met from Hong Kong. And I think I, I realized the importance of having a really important travel buddy. She was great. Like as a friend, I realized our personalities didn't match. And she was also like very hypersensitive to a lot of things, which also made kind of the experience really stressful. So nowadays what I do is that when I do travel, like I know these people, I have people in my toolbox that I select because I've lived with them before. I know what they're like, and I also know the planning process. Um, And so it's also making sure you have the right travel buddies as well. Yes, you bring up a really important point because as we get older and we pretty much have defined personalities, it's harder to just deal with other people's bullshit, especially in somewhere that, you know, it's kind of like a stressful situation. You don't really know the place and stuff, right? So it's very important to have a good travel buddy. Like Catherine, I think, has been my travel buddy for most of my of my life thus far. And I do have other friends that sometimes I go with. I haven't had like a, you know, like, wow, I'm never going to travel with this person again. But it has, it has, it's very interesting because we all have different travel styles. You know, I'm the kind of person that I want to do it all. I want to wake up early and go, 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 you know, maybe take a nap and then go out again. So yeah. I, I feel like yeah. there's people that also like do more a slow pace. So just make sure that when you have someone that they want to do the same things that you do and they use discuss things before you actually go someplace else, someplace so you nobody's disappointed in the experience. It's like a really a travel relationship, right? You just got to have open communication, set up your expectations in the front and just like let it all out there. Um, another thing, I, another travel tip is like, this is something that I'm privileged for, but being able to travel twice to the same place, it's ironic, but the second time you go somewhere, it actually is better than the first time. Meaning that you don't have to de- deal with the logistics because you kind of know the country. Um, you know what your spots are that you visited, what spots you want to avoid. And then you get to actually like, enjoy the place i feel like oftentimes when we travel first to a new country we want to hit all the spots but i feel like sometimes when i do that i feel like i'm quote unquote working more than i'm traveling like i'm just so exhausted i like i enjoyed everything but it just felt like back to back to back Uh, but the second time i go i could take it more chill i could have a more loose itinerary and then i just enjoy for what it is right like for less of um, maybe less of the pe- the places I'm going to, but more for the experience and the people I'm surrounding myself with. Um, instead of going to like 
five cafes in a day. I'm only going to one or two and just walking around the city. How I travel the first time I go to a country because I just want to make sure I hit everything, get the most bang for the buck. Um, but I oftentimes find it the second time around the best time of how to experience a city. Yeah, definitely. Like, I really think that is very, is, if you like it, it's very much worth it to go back. I really think that you should put your phone down. Because I, it, it to me is interesting because as someone that has been to Machu Picchu a lot, I know that it's most people's first time being there, but it, I always get shocked about the, the amount of time that people spend just trying to get that breathtaking picture, you know? I understand. I love Instagram too, but you're there for a limited time, you know? Most, most of you are never going to come back ever again. So why not walk around first, you know? And if you really think, oh, well, it's just one, it's like one hour that I'm going to spend just taking pictures. Well, it's one hour less because in Machu Picchu you only have so many times, that some, so long that you can be there. And also you hug a spot for, and you know, like actually in Machu Picchu there's like a rule because people will come in with like, like huge cameras and try to take a photo shoot. And it's like, this is our sacred land, right? So you always have to be, considerate of where you are as, as someone that is visiting right so always be considerate make sure that that you are not defacing or not being respectful because for you maybe it's just you know a pretty mountain but for us it's a sacred place and don't spend 20 years on on your phone because you know if you really wanted to be on your phone so much you can literally like take a photoshop class and just put yourself there you know <laughs> try to enjoy it <laughs> i agree with you rosa and then also another tip that i just thought of when you talked about that it's just like respect for local culture i think becomes really important and not to call out americans but i'm calling you out americans i feel like we are we often take advantage of that when we travel abroad and i f i feel like it's so important to just be respectful of other people don't be loud don't be obnoxious, like ask politely, the, the world doesn't owe you anything. <laughs> I think that that's, I've seen some, unfortunately, some of my American friends be like that. And I, I kind of call them out when I do. Yeah, to me, it's interesting, for example, that people go to China or to X place. And it's like, how come not everybody speaks English? It's like, come on, guys, we're in since this place. Obviously, the people here speak Spanish or or, or Arabic or whatever it is, you know. You just can't come in and just force your culture on people. So Rosa, I think one of the cool things about traveling is being able to talk about our experiences. Um, so what's one experience you've had where you learned something new about the country or place that you were in? I guess I will tell you about the time that I spent a, week, so a couple of weeks in China. So one of my... I would say my best friend, Shinrei, she's from China. She's from Wuhan. And shout out to Shinrei. We have been, we have lived together for a long time in college. And then obviously after uh, some time, she went back home and I stay in Miami. And so we haven't seen each other for like a couple of years. And so I went to visit her in China. I went to Beijing and we traveled from one end to, of China from one side to the other. We ended up in Hong Kong. It was an incredible experience. I have learned, I learned so much about Chinese culture and seeing it through her eyes, who's also Chinese, it was 
it was an incredible experience. But having been there and experiencing it and going to all these different towns with uh, the, different, the different ethnic groups in China, it was just incredible to me. And I just love the culture. So, for example, we went on a bus tour and then we all will be eating in a circular table and we all ate the same thing, right? Because it was part of the tour. And I I thought at first I was like, oh, that's kind of weird because, you know, in other tours you kind of like are led on your own de devices to go and have lunch and then you come back. But this was a good idea because it kind of forced us to interact with each other. And most of the tour was Chinese people. Like I was the only foreigner. That Actually, the tour was in Chinese. I had like a earpiece to translate in English and also Shirei would translate for me. I had them, they asked me so many questions, you know, they they have never like met an American person before or someone with curly hair or, and I learned so much just about how to carry myself and not be as loud because, you know, I'm loud and I'm nauseous. So I, I learned that, you know, I share the world with other people. So I, it's not about not being bold and it's not about not being, dimming your light, but it's, it's more about being concerned of others and i have learned that through this trip what about you so one of the experiences where i definitely learned something um was through my experience traveling through japan and so it was me and a few friends and we went to kyoto i love kyoto it's such a beautiful city and there was one time where we were traveling often to kind of temple hop to go to different temples um, but there was one day where we actually stayed near our airbnb where we were at and in the middle of the evening i think it was around 8 or 9 p.m i became really hungry so me and my friend went out to find food to eat um, and so a few blocks down was actually this really cool ramen place we went in and apparently the owner knew a little bit of English. So we started talking and it was so cool because he was basically the ramen was locally owned. He was the owner of it and his whole family operated the ramen shop. So he was saying, yeah, my son kind of works here on the weekends and I have my wife helping me in the kitchen. And it was so cool just like learning about this person's life story and being able to be part of it. And the, of course, the ramen was amazing too. And so we actually went back to that place for the rest of our time in Kyoto because it was so nice. Um, the odor is also a little bit quirky too. So one time towards the end of the trip, we wanted to take a picture with him. And so it was me and my friend and then someone helped from the other side of the counter. The owner was like, okay, like, look at yourselves for a second. I'm like, look at ourselves. What do you mean? So me and my friend looked at each other and he banged our heads together. It was so painful. Like his, I think his wife or son took the picture for us. And I was like, what the hell just happened? And I still have that photo of me and my friend just like, coming back from the pain with our hands on our heads in like agony and the owner just like laughing. It's less like learning about um, the place, but I was learning about that person's story. And I don't think I would ever forget it because it happened quite a long time ago, like seven years ago. And I still remember it. So I think there's something that Rosa mentioned in the beginning of the episode where traveling is also opportunity for you to learn more about yourself um, and actually explore outside your comfort zone. So Rosa, has there been an experience where you learned or did something completely new that you've never done before? So I think the, the craziest thing I ever done was in Rio. We went paragliding. So we went, we were in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil and 
we jump off uh we jump off a mountain and that was interesting and i was freaking terrified i think i had a little bit of a handle of cachaza before because i was scared but it was an amazing experience seeing rio from that high i think we were in the air for 16 uh 16 minutes so it was a while and the picture was also nice because the guy took a picture and it was funny because like the whole time my my face was like you know like very scared i was like yeah for two seconds i look okay and then everything else is like ah but it was good like after like you know like the six minute up i was like okay well i'm good it, there was, it was very windy so i was kind of like one of the last people to jump because Catherine went and then there was like a long time after and then i went i would say the things that i i, tr I tried shrooms in amsterdam that was an experience that was a trip literally wow like yeah like i mean the first time i didn't even hit me that much but i've been in amsterdam went too many times one well, like three times already i really love that place it's just very interesting place of like a very bunch of different people. Also, there's a, not only, you know, drugs in the red light district to see. There's also a lot of culture there. Um, and there's amazing museums too. So I spent a lot of time in the museums as well. But what about you, Emily? Yeah. So, I mean, if we're talking about something exciting or crazy um when i went to the dominican republic i two i did two things which i've never done before and it was quite terrifying number one i ziplined um first time i ziplined and it was a little bit out of the city and it's crazy because it was man-made and you would basically zipline between two mountains back and forth back and forth starting from three thousand feet all the way down to ground level and it was crazy because it was man-made so like in retrospect yes it was approved by my university so I'm pretty sure there has been no accidents but um I, I feel like if I thought more about it I probably would have like chickened out and not done it but it was so amazing and I don't think it was necessarily too scary unless you're scared of heights but I was able when I was ziplining between one to the other just look down and just see all that nature surrounding me which was amazing um, the second time, the second thing I did, which was definitely super scary, and I don't know why I did it, and I can't swim, but was whitewater rafting. I, it was also part of the school itinerary. And to be honest, I kind of died <laughs> because I fell in that water two times. And obviously, each raft has a guide. And both those times I like literally went underwater and the guy using one of his hands just pulled me by my life jacket up and plopped me back onto the raft and kept on going um so that was kind of crazy for me um so yeah those are definitely two very both of them nature related in the future though I don't think I want to do paragliding because honestly I think I've just heard way too many horror stories you have less control in a way because it's uncontrolled by wind but I would definitely want to do skydiving that probably sounded ironic, but I want to do skydiving uh, for sure before uh, I pass away. It's on my bucket list. Yeah, and we also want to let our listeners know that I think there's definitely a lot of privilege and you know ability to travel that comes along with this. But we hope that those of you who are able to save up enough money, be able to at least have that travel experience once in your life because it really does open your mindset um, to a lot of new experiences. Yes, I will say traveling has opened my eyes to many different ways of life. And it has made me like Paris so much that I actually stayed here. <laughs> so it's actually really good. I mean, I feel like you never, you should never feel that you're stuck somewhere that 
if you can't and you're able to try to travel more if you're not then you can still learn to you know online and then when you are able to you can go somewhere new and if you like this place maybe you want to stay and live there none ever i feel like we all are feel sometimes very stuck in where we are even if it's just for example people from miami where i'm from they i have most people that i know from high school have stayed there and it's just like we're not grew anywhere you know we can go somewhere else and start a new life so do not ever feel tied down there's a world to explore literally yeah and i also think that traveling is also a way for you to learn more about yourself so even if it's not traveling outside the country maybe traveling to another city even traveling in your own city could be a thing too right it's the idea of that you're becoming more independent you're learning to be comfortable with just yourself and being able just to like connect with other people. I think that's really important. So we really hope that you were able to get snippets of our stories, um, maybe laugh from them, maybe sometimes connect with them. Um, yeah, and we were all, we're also happy to be able to share some of our great stories and, and our tips for traveling with you all. And so on that note, uh, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.